Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I am joined today by Gabriel Bringers. Hello. Hello. And Robbie Payne. Hey, what's up? So thanks so much for tuning in. We are going to start off with, uh, I, I, I said last time, I think this is just a continual segment. Continual? Did I just make up a word? Continu- continuing, it's I Continuing think. segment. Continuous. Continuous segment. The, there we yeah. go. I'm going to go with continuous. Ongoing. Ongoing, ongoing segment. There we go. Uh, we're just going to we're gonna call it an ongoing segment. Uh, what's new in... Mountain View. Is that what you said? Did you say that's what's what, new in Mountain sad. View? I mean, I think that's what I said. By the way, the dictionary says continual is, in fact, a word. Dang. Well, Frequently recurring, always happening. That's there you go. You heard yeah. it here continual first. Continual segment. Joe Boom. Humphrey Boom. just made a word, and that's already in the dictionary. <laughs> so uh, this, this Got is Got indexed a, real yeah, quick. It did. Real quick. It did. It did. So uh, I was thinking, like, what's going on with Google? What's new in Mountain View? I don't know. Something like that. I like what's new in Mountain View. But I'm a what's poet. New in I'm a poet. So it does. I have to rhyme. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I like it, Gabe. I like what you did there. So this is uh, this is a segment where we just talk about all the cool stuff that's going on, sometimes unrelated to Chromebooks or Chrome OS or anything or anything. Honestly. It could just be cool stuff going on at, at, in Mountain View that's totally unrelated to Google. It's just things happening over there. I'm just kidding. It's going to be about Google. So uh, let's start off with Pixel Four. Um, we thought there was another leak. And everyone reported that there was a leak of a 20x zoom lens, some sort of DSLR attachment or something. And yeah. uh, and then it and then it and then it wasn't. It was and then it wasn't. Well, so you got to go back to the leak we talked about last week. Where was it? Who was it that actually got the that that leak stuff? That was nine to five. Nine to five actually. Yeah, got that. yeah, actually. Part of that the then this was an actual leak. It wasn't a, a Google. Uh, done leak like an internal leak but in that in that one part of what they had said 
was that their source told them there's a DSLR like attachment that's going to go with the phone. Uh, yeah, who knows what that is or if that's a thing or if it's a moment lens, whatever. But it was just someone holding the phone in front of a camera. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's a DSLR attachment. Yeah. You can yeah. attach your phone on to your, it to just my hooks on DSLR to your, camera. Yeah, just hooks up to your camera. Um, but this this new thing, and I guess part of this, Google has created this a little bit between last week's or last week last year's leaks and all of the things that Google has begun leaking on their own and all this stuff. People are just kind of looking for stuff and maybe looking for things where there aren't. Yeah, um, and so absolutely. there was a YouTuber that pointed out um, this one Instagram image that was shared by one of the lead um, hardware guys over at Google. He had taken a photo, I guess, out of a loft or window or something roof or something yeah he just took this photo and it was like he was like shadows and light you know it was a cool photo um, and then another google guy that is on the pixel team i believe said something about the way it looked and i don't even remember the, the interchange but he he wrote back and said yeah it's a, a 20x zoom hashtag pixel and that was it they left it at that and so again because of the nature of leaks and all this right because this people guy was like a design stuff. director or yeah, something, something so like people just automatically assume you just assume that they're trying to drop four. yeah they're dropping yeah. a little nugget there uh, and that 20x isn't capable on you know the the pixel 3a 3a xl 3 or 3 xl and while it isn't it came to light uh, not too long after that they came out we're like no guys look this this isn't the pixel 4 we're not idiots we didn't post a picture with the pixel 4 it's tw- it is 20x crop, but it's the full zoom. He wanted to take advantage of whatever the smart zoom feature thing is on pixels. Yeah. It kind of it's machine learning. You know, it takes all the wiggles you do with your hand and tries to add extra pixels into whenever you've done a digital zoom. I don't know what the digital zoom is on the Pixel Three. Like it doesn't tell you a percentage when you when you zoom in, it just zooms in. Uh, but the guy said, yeah, I actually cropped the zoomed image to make it a 20x crop. Right. And that's it. That's all it was. Which so. <laughs> is exactly what I would say had I taken a picture with the Pixel 4 and posted it on Instagram. <laughs> right. I mean, seriously. So, yeah. I mean, and there, I, it, it's fair because, yeah. I mean, saying 20X, if you said 2X telephoto is what we're expecting on Pixel 4, so the secondary lens will be a 2X telephoto lens. I would say that the existing Pixel does 10X zoom, digital zoom. So, if you got a 2X optical and then 10X digital, like, that's possible. Um, so it wasn't like some crazy stretch. It's not like they saw something and just decided to completely make things up. But again, it's it's that time of year. People are hunting for anything they can. And specifically, these two, there are two YouTube channels that really um, made a lot out of the Pixel Leaks last year. So the front page tech and then a the little dude that has a channel. I think he's he's grown a little bit. This is Tech Today, I think is the yeah, name of the channel. Something like that. Kind of, they were back and forth with all the leaks on the Pixel 3. And so, uh, you know, they're trying to cash in on that a little bit. And, hey, you know, good looking out. You found a, an Instagram image and it got picked up by a bunch of news sources. And then had to they all had to turn around and update and say, yeah, this this wasn't a thing. This is not a leak. This is not new news or anything. You got your 48 hours it was of a traffic, pixel, though. Yeah, <laughs> it was a Pixel 3a, by the way, is what it ended right. up being. So. So Kudos to the 3A. Yeah. For, you know, he did say, yes, this was just a Pixel 3A, guys. No big deal. Um, but awesome picture, especially zoomed in that that high. Plenty of light in the, in the photo, so it was able to render it really well. And if you've never done the zoom stuff on a Pixel, honestly, like 
it's kind of incredible if the lighting's good. I mean, you can zoom in and and really get some cool shots with zoom. And there's no zoom. There's no optical zoom on a pixel. And so I mean, it's to all get, digital. Yeah. yeah, to get that kind of digital zoom out of it is is impressive. So. You know, having more cameras and more cool tech on the Pixel 4, who knows what its zoom capabilities will be. But alas, this photo was not taken with a Pixel 4. Do, do we know uh, the, the there's multiple cameras on the back of the Pixel 4? We know that for sure. Um, is it a 2X? That's Tell what it? that, that 9 to 5 leak, I think, said 2X, didn't it? Yeah. They said, so they, they've said that. I mean, that's, that's according to someone familiar with the matter kind of thing. It stands to reason it would be. It makes the the slight telephoto lenses make portrait modes much better, um, and they, for whatever reason, it seems, you know, Google always chases Apple around a little bit. That's what Apple does, regular in a, a telephoto lens. So I think most people would be more satisfied and get more use out of a wide angle mm-hmm. lens. Personally, yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, wide angle lenses are so cool, um, but they don't help a lot with portrait mode, and that's. A pretty popular thing obviously i do wish if they were going to do a telephoto lens like they just go all out and go like with the oppo and some of these other companies are doing with these like telescopic uh lenses where you know they've got the 10x zoom that fits vertically into yeah, the phone like periscopes up and gosh all kinds i mean of crazy stuff yeah jonathan morrison has a video of using that oppo find well, i don't know i don't know what they're what called it but it's got the telescoping lens and he's no camera effects whatsoever. He's doing close-up photography with the lens, like pushed to six, eight times, 10x optical, and like the just the natural bokeh that he's getting on those with that background blur and no no effects needed. It's just it's natural. It's a, it's the thing you get from focal length changes, and so you know it it makes me wish that I had a phone with that on it. Like I would love to get Google's image processing power behind that kind of a lens right. on a phone that would be really neat but yeah i mean we talked not about this that, year i don't think yeah we talked about that a little bit last week with this whole dslr attachment whatever um and yeah i just i'm yeah i'm i'm, I'm not real real sure about yeah you can count me dubious on the whole dslr <laughs> thing yeah. until i see them bring yeah. that out on stage i just yeah. eh. and again what wouldn't surprise me if it's like hey we partner with moment to create a special lens for pixel right like, I, I could completely see that happening. Yeah. Uh, the moment's been really involved with Pixel, so I can I can see that. I just don't see them having some ridiculous DSLR like because it's not going to be a DSLR. Like that's the, that's the problem. Like DSLR implies that there would be. Well, I guess I don't know. Does that just mean it's interchangeable lenses, or does that? I don't. I don't know. Exactly. I thought DSLR actually meant had to have a mirror in it, and all like like an SLR camera was meant a mirrored camera. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Anywho. Whatever. Anywho. Yeah. We'll we'll know soon enough. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's not pretty long. I tweeted today and I just said, "Hey G, when's your next hardware event?" I was hoping I'd get a response. And by but, the way, we say "Hey G" so that we don't trigger yeah the eighty two things yeah. that have Google Assistant yeah. sitting around us at any given yeah. time or your stuff in yeah, case you're exactly. not listening to this in your headphones. So <laughs> yeah, actually, you're welcome yeah, for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, but I, yeah, I didn't get a response, but hopefully, uh, maybe within the next couple days, maybe they'll surprise us and we'll get an invite for a, an event on September 9th. Well, I did, I did look at the calendar and did some math, did some mathing, some, um, some calculating. Yeah. No, I like mathing. Mathing. Um, yeah, okay. and so if you look at it because September 9th would be a full week into September, we literally could be, what is it? August. Um, like 25th, they could do it as late as that because they only gave us like two weeks heads up last last year, I think. I think it was mm-hmm. two weeks, maybe three. 
So we could see something as late as August 25th as far as an invite. So I'm not completely giving up on the September time frame until that right. period rolls around. Like if September 1 gets here, I'll, I'll go ahead and say I've, I missed. But I'm, I'm still holding out hope that, that it could be earlier than that. Because yeah. I still hold to everything I've said that this that it, it's just a win. There's no reason for them not there's, to do it. And like, there's just a lot of stuff ramping up. Like it feels like there's yeah. just a lot of stuff it, ramping up. The, the leaks that are happening, everything that's happening, I looked and started looking back at stories and articles that happened last year. All this stuff that's happening right now happened in September last year, not in August. Right. And so everything feels a whole month ahead of schedule for everything. Because even regular leaks, even non-Google leaks, I think a lot of times get staged, to be honest. I mean, most companies, I think, throw stuff out there and just like, let's just see you what happens with this. Hype. Yeah, yeah go get on the bus with this phone. Somebody will see it. Leave it like in the cab. Yeah, like, tell me that stuff's not staged. Come on. I don't yeah. believe you. Yeah, yeah, or they're, or they're just like, it, it may not be exactly staged. They're just like, here, here's some... Here's this phone. Go walk around with right. it. If something happens, it's okay. <laughs> it's just publicity right. for us. Right. <laughs> you know, whatever. So, uh, speaking of things ramping up, uh, we have some new uh, Chromebook campaigns. And I don't know if this is all tied to a new uh, Chromebook Atlas, hopefully coming soon. Maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, Atlas is coming soon. We know and, that. That's right. No doubt. Yeah. But I think this what like, Atlas this, is. is yeah, I think the campaign leans more towards. Google pushing for a public-facing operating system. I mean, this is this is really Google saying we've invested in this, and this is the OS for the masses. Uh, the campaign, fo- this campaign focuses on you know their last one kind of took a dig at Windows and viruses and s- stuff like that. This this really really targets people on uh, saying, hey, here's how you switch. You know, here's your option. It works. It's great. Here's what you need to do to switch. And it, it's a really good ad campaign. Yeah, I mean, and to pull in Bill Nye, I mean, that's those aren't cheap things to do. You know, it's not like you get him to jump into a, a commercial for you for nothing. And it wasn't it wasn't really a short commercial either. It's not like no, it's this was... three minutes long. Yeah, it's, so, I mean, I'm not sure where they'll leverage that particular one. Like, where, you know, where does that show up? That doesn't go on TV ads. You don't... Yeah. You don't usually buy a three-minute spot. That'd be almost like the entire ad spot it's, between commercial it's break. It's been or all over social. It yeah, almost so, just feels like a social yeah. thing. I My mean, guess is that's what they do with it. And then the other, because they did a different ad, has nothing to do with Bill Nye. And it's more, it feels a little more like their classic. Yeah, there's a few 30-second spots. There's three 15-minute spots and then the one thirty. So the, the 30 minute, not minute. Yeah, the 30, nobody, the 30, nobody's going to watch that. The 30 second spot is the one that kind of does all those 15s together right. almost. So the guy at the bar at the restaurant uh, who needs battery and then, mm-hmm. you know, the slate slides in and knocks his computer out of the way and Team the, chick, the chick shows up late to <laughs> class and her computer won't boot up and it's being uh, loud or whatever. And the, the, her desk flips and yeah. there's, you know, Hey, this boots up in seconds, even if you're running late and then, what was the third thing? Oh, the guy on stage giving the presentation and all yeah, his windows. Yeah, that was the first one I watched. <laughs> you know, and it, it is, the stand pops up and it's got the uh, the Lenovo Yoga on yeah. there. And so, um, and then they split each one of those out and kind of change the narrative a little bit for each one, but it's the same kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, and I mean, honestly, the the Bill Nye one has enough content in it; they could splice it up and make individual spots if they wanted to. Yeah, I think they, so. He, it, it's an interesting video, though. If you haven't seen it, head over to our website and check out Robbie's article because. Uh, he goes into the psychology of why people <laughs> refuse to switch, and and not just from iOS, but we see this more from the Apple world than than other other things. But 
the mindset of I can't change. Or I've and spent this much money or I've yeah, got this much time invested. It, it's, and it's very, very interesting. Sunk I won't, cost fallacy. Yeah, sunk, yeah. there you go. Sunk <laughs> cost, yeah. So you can check that out. It's it's very, very – it's yeah. kind of one of those aha moments when you watch it. You're like, huh. Yeah. Because we've all done it. Oh, absolutely. When he's like, oh, he's yeah. like, you're on vacation yeah. <laughs> and there's a storm coming, but you're, right. you're determined to stay because you've already paid for it. Yeah. Or the, I, I love the part with the uh, the old car that had WNDS on yeah. the front. Yeah, he's putting more tape <laughs> on it and patching it. Yeah, needs a bunch of patches, and then yeah, the spoiler alert—it falling. explodes at the end of yeah. the commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I, the point I made too in the article was it's interesting just the verbiage they're using with this, like this whole ad. Like the previous ad was that ran for it's been over a year, maybe a year and a half, maybe like a couple months after Pixelbook came out. Yeah, it wasn't long after the Pixelbook came that out. That this, do you Chrome, or no, they would say like, it's if you want, you, you know, Chromebook. this, or if you want that, if you want a computer that boots up in seconds, then you Chromebook. Yeah. And it was the a verb. Super, Chromebook the verb. Yeah, super awkward use of an, a clear noun as a verb. Like, you can do some tricks with language and pull things off that are kind of cool. Never once have I ever thought, I'm going to go over here to this object, I'm going to go Chromebook. Like, what? Yeah. Is that like going ham or I think yeah, I think it was just a marketing attempt to make a catchphrase that just didn't catch. Just didn't work. It's just too work. awkward. The like concept, you get it. You know, yeah, we're doing this because these other options don't work, but it just did not. Yeah. I, it was just uncomfortable. It was like yeah. sitting in a really uncomfortable chair. And it never it never grew on me. Like, Ew. I would see the, the commercials and just be like, uh, yeah, Yikes. this is no good. However, I've had the opposite effect, like with this new one, like this it's whole great. switch to Chromebook. It just conveys exactly what they're wanting people to do. Instead of being nebulous around it, like it's just let's just say exactly what it is. It's, right. We want you to switch. We want you to move over to this thing, and then removing. They're not saying switch to a Chromebook or switch to Chromebook. the Chromebook or switch to Chromebooks. Switch to Chromebook, and yeah, I go into great depth in this article. I started typing and like started thinking down this path or this conversation we'd had of, you know, Apple does the same thing with with iPad, mm-hmm. and at first it felt a little weird, and now I find myself using the verbiage that they've made very clear. I mean, you can tell whether it's a Verizon or an AT and T commercial or it's an Apple commercial, they never re- refer to it as plural iPads. And they never refer to it as the iPad or a iPad. Right. It's always just iPad as if it's a name. So I never refer to you as the Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I, I don't I do say, sometimes. hey, Gabe, <laughs> the Joe is home. You know, <laughs> Joe is home. And, and there's just, there's psychology that goes into that. Right. I mean, it's, it's real. And the, I, the minute you say like cup versus the cup, you know, if it's coffee mug, if I start saying, hey, will you pass me coffee mug? Like I've now given it personality right you know it sounds weird but now it's it's not the coffee mug it's not an object it's now i've, I've removed the uh, objection or uh, objectivity of right, that, device, right. that thing yeah and I, I think also chrome os has grown so much and it has so many more capabilities than it did before but the general public still they're not attaching to chrome os mm-hmm. i know i know people and this isn't an offense to them it's just the way it is who talk to me about Chromebooks and ask me about what I do and whatever, and they have no idea what operating system right. Chromebooks run. But you ask someone, hey, yeah, my kid's got a Chromebook. My kid works on a Chromebook at school. 
they brought a Chromebook home. We had to buy a Chromebook for them. No one says, hey, we got to go, let's run over to Best Buy. I got to buy a Chrome OS device. Right. I don't say, hey, I'm going to go play PUBG on my iOS tablet. Right. I say my iPad. Right. And now I have my Chromebook. Right. It doesn't matter what it is, you're, what you buy, you know, my, my PC, my Windows device is my laptop. That's, That's true. what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not my whatever OS device. Right. You don't talk so, about, you don't use the verbiage around OS at all. I think Google figured out that that's, that's where the public are going to latch onto. They're going to latch onto the Chromebook, not the operating system, I guess, even though yeah, it is I think, the operating system. Yeah. I think I, I'm hoping that some manufacturers learned a lesson from like Pixelbook and Pixel Slate, even though the Slate had issues and all kinds of stuff that have probably hurt its adoption. Pixelbook has tons of cachet as a as a term mm-hmm. in general. People know what Pixelbook is, and 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 I think they did a great job naming it in a way that finally got them away from saying Chromebook for everything. Because the, the problem the pigeonhole they're in with Chromebook is book brings up you know opening closing right. kind of metaphor to bring to mind. So what do you do with a detachable? What do you do with a tablet? It's you know, Acer's infamous Acer Chromebook Tab 10. <laughs> like, they were, what, what is that? What kind of a you, name is can that? Can you imagine all the meetings they had? And they were like, what in the... What are we going to do here? Like, uh, what are we going to do? Chrome tab? Let's, you know, and we've talked tab. about that. Like, you, yeah. what do you call it? Yeah. It's going to take... And that's the sad part is that the Pixel Slate was named so specifically. And even if it would have taken off, you can't call every Chrome OS tablet a Slate. Right. Because it was its kind of like trademark name. So that didn't work either. I, I don't know what they do. And Google probably is like, ah, we don't care because uh, we're their focus clearly now is on clamshells and convertibles. That's where they know the market is. It's where it makes most sense. I mean, for me personally, I mean, I've, I've talked about this in the past too. Like I, if tablets died, I just, I wouldn't be that upset about right. it with good convertibles and a detachable here and there. Like just a standalone tablet as a, I got to have this to get whatever done. Like, even the people that commented on those videos and those articles, most people were like, "Well, I like to you know read my news on it." And like that, great, you know that's that's awesome. But that's not a I must have this to get I this thing only, done. I can, I can only, only do, do my job with yeah. this tablet. Not that's just not true. Right. Uh, I think I think Chrome tablet is probably as simplistic as it's going to get, or clear yeah. as it's going to get. And unless that segment has some weird unforeseen explosion. That we we'll just call it a Chrome tablet because yeah. manufacturers aren't rushing to make these things in droves. I mean, it no, could it, change. Uh, I just, I don't know. Well, like Chrome Box works. Chrome Bit was cool. Yeah, like what? it's just it's it's you, a it's you, a weird Chrome thing. Tab, Chrome. Well, the problem is it, yeah. there's the the only tablet that comes to people's mind. If you count surfaces, that's kind of one that people. Yeah. But an iPad. I mean, yeah. that's just what people in that, like that marketing term is so entrenched that like, there's no good, um, universal way. Like I can call this a laptop and everybody would be like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cause, you yeah, know, cause right. Chromebook is a laptop. Cool. So we can do whatever or a notebook, you know, like there's certain like general terms around it. Tablets are tablets. That's it. There's slate never caught on. Like people didn't call tablet slates. Like HP made one way yep. back before the iPad sure came out called the <laughs> HP slate piece of garbage. What a piece of trash. Um, and then the iPad came out and like tablets and slates just, I mean, kids were caught for a long time. I mean, still do a lot of times. Like if they see a tablet, they just say it's an iPad, right? You know, I think the, uh, uh, Amazon 
fire tablets helped assuage that a little bit. But in general, people just, if it's flat and it has a screen on it, it's an iPad yeah. a lot of times, you know? Yeah. So it's like, well, crap. They've ruined that segment as far as us having nomenclature yeah. around it. That's like the cool thing, though. I mean, my kids are young enough, and they, they've only seen what we do. So I can't remember. I think it's HP has a, a commercial, and it's I think it's got Imagine Dragons playing in the background. Yeah. Uh, there's two really nice looking HP. It might be the Envy maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And my daughter, dad, look, Chromebook, everything's a Chromebook <laughs> to her. So I'm like, yeah, it's, it's not really, but yeah, that's, awesome. that's, that's cool. Keep that's doing cool. that. <laughs> yeah. Keep doing that. Yeah. Everything's Chromebook. Like make fun of your friends when they don't have a Chromebook. Here's, uh, <laughs> my last point on this uh, would be like with the, the tablet segments and stuff. If what we expect to see happens, um, a ton of detachable tablet style, arm based, devices that run Chrome OS show up on the scene in the next six months. I think Google's probably fine to let the manufacturers run with those. And we're seeing that happen more. So HP has an X360 line of stuff that's Windows and uh, Chrome OS. uh, Dell has Inspirons that are Windows and Chrome OS. Uh, Lenovo has Yogas that are Windows and Chrome OS. And so it's almost like manufacturers are using their own names to brand and, and label things. And right. it feels like Google's just kind of like, yeah, just go do that. Yeah. Cause that's kind of what they encouraged with pixel book and pixel slate. Like we're not giving you blanket terms for these devices. We're going to, we're going to brand them and name them ourselves. You go and do likewise. Yeah. And that's the thing is that once Chrome OS has enough familiar familiarity, wow. In the market, and you go to buy a device, We, I mean, we honestly could see the day that a decade from now, I go to HP's store and I find the device that I want and they have a Windows version and a Chrome OS version and they're identical. Right. Yeah. I just pick the operating system I want. I mean, you can do that with Linux and Windows now. Yeah. So now I've got another option in Chrome OS. And, yeah. and who knows, maybe we'll see the resurgence of tablets once Android on Chrome OS is perfected or whatever that looks like. And then, then you've got tablet manufacturers that have never considered Chrome OS could jump in the game. I mean, I can go to Walmart and buy a knockoff brand Android tablet for 30 bucks. I don't see it getting to that point because Google's still very, you know, they, they like to keep the reins on Chrome OS. They're not going to sure, just anybody sure. yeah, do it. But I don't see that if either. someone wants to go through the process of saying, hey, we're going to do this according to whatever steps you say, and they want to make a cheap Chrome OS tablet that runs Android, hey, more power Why to not? you. Yep. Yeah. All of this, to take it, to take it back to the whole uh, ad campaign, it is, it, you know, I mean, we we obviously have a new device coming from, from Google, a made-by-Google device, and then we just have this flood of, of new Chromebooks coming. And it's just really cool to see Google put out this ad campaign that is like really, really well produced. You know, these are yeah. like very well thought out. Like, you know, th- this is like, this is marketing to a T, right? I mean, yeah, they and, have, they're, and they're doing it ahead of time too. Right. Instead right. of like, oh, the Pixelbook's out. Oh, they're, crap, throw these videos out. Being, oh, let's do some they're marketing. Being, they're being so proactive. I, I right. love yeah. it. And they're marketing the platform. I mean, p- the Pixelbook had its its limelight with commercials and things like that. And the Slate is in this this marketing yes. the platform that they're doing slate. right now. But for months they have put the focus on the manufacturers i yeah. mean what do we have the lenovo lenovo and the uh, hp hp X360. all that they're marketing the platform they're not marketing by google's chromebook mm-hmm. i mean don't get me no. wrong they they want to sell theirs but they are marketing chrome os yep and that's what is important was the, was the g1 in one of those 
I think I, I think I noticed one of the ending screens. Well, Bill the, and I had the, the X360 14. Yeah. I don't know if it was the G1 or not. I'm but almost he positive it was the G1. Was it? It no, like no, it. no, I had a white top. So it was the, so it was the consumer model. Oh, okay. Same device, just different different yeah, yeah, yeah. colors but yeah yeah anywho uh, well. yeah there's it, it's just cool i love it i love to see that um in in they have a, a new landing page as well which we were oh, yeah. we, we were sitting down to record and robbie discovered this yeah this so awesome i opened new up landing this, page to go against the grain of hey let manufacturers name their devices i opened up this acer chromebook 512 neat marketing name there perfect <laughs> the you know that's, the that's it Five twelve. Five twelve. A five one RT. Yeah, I was gonna say, let's get the full skew out. Yeah, is it Sparky? Okay. Was that the one? That is Sparky, Sparky three sixty. Is that, that what it is? That Sparky. Is, that is the name of that. So, so yeah, we're we're, we're just we're gonna call taking this one. We're taking this one for a review. Uh, I like the device a lot. Um, it's one of the only education it's, devices with a three by two screen. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's unique. It's, looks, it's, looks uh, it's got, it's got, got a, a stylus, massive trackpad, a lot of cool stuff going on. Rubber bumpers around the side, but it's not like grotesque looking. It's, no. it's, I mean, uh, if I was a kid, I'd be it's got happy some, carrying got some that chunky around. bezels. I like it's got some chunky bezels. I but like the, the yeah. The lid, the lid is a fingernail file. It's pretty <laughs> cool. Um, part of the chunky bezels, though, we've learned is they have like extra bracing yes. near the hinges. Yeah, so we learned that in Las kids Vegas. Pick them up from the lid. It, yeah. So where the itself. lid attaches, there's actually a thin like uh, sheet metal. Like an U-shaped L bracket that runs across the bottom and up the sides that yep. reinforces, keeps all the pressure off of the hinges. Yeah, so this thing, this thing looks like it could take a beating, but it feels great. It's it's fun to use. We're gonna and, drop. This might be um, our first drop test. It's it's one of our first uh, devices that has the generation of the the newer generation of these mobile Intel processors. Mm-hmm. So, this is getting us away from Apollo Lake. This is the Pentium Silver. If anybody's curious, uh, with eight gigs of RAM, the one that we're messing with, um, and. It is a, a nicer Gemini Lake. Is that fair? Yeah, it's a Gemini yeah, Lake, yeah. but just a, a little bit better Gemini Lake. But from what we can tell so far, we haven't gotten a lot of Gemini Lake processors in yet. Um, I, I've just I've been really impressed with it. So hopefully, a review will be coming of it soon. But all of that to say. Uh, there were some hardware issues. We got a little bit early. Uh, it looks like those have been sorted, which is really cool. And so I just power washed it and just updated it and I opened it up. And of course the new Chromebook page loads and that's just what happens when you get into a new Chromebook and it has changed too. It's all, all new. Um, and it follows the same look and feel and language of this whole new ad campaign. So again, to Joe's point just a minute ago, like this, this is, well thought out marketing and that's just not something we've seen a ton uh, around chrome os we've seen just what feels like shotgun kind of marketing like yeah just shoot and hope some of it hits you know and it doesn't always line up with like one side's not talking to the other and and this feels very cohesive i mean we've got a bunch of well-produced youtube videos that are probably going to be tv spots and now the landing page is updated right at the same time and it even has like this selector in here, this uh, Chromebook selector. So you choose whether you want it for work or for travel. And well, and it says switch, yeah. right? So they're pulling oh, yeah. that language. Yeah. So the whole know? the whole thing is about hey, come to Chrome OS, and we're gonna ma- help make it easier for you. And so you click in and you choose like this is a the not just a, I want to look at Chromebooks. I want to see which ones would be best for me. And you choose your screen size and how you'd like to use it, and whether you want a clamshell convertible, whatever. These are basic things. It's not like they're going into detail like, I want four gigs of RAM, but 64 gigs of storage and this exact, you know, it's trying to say, hey, for the lay person coming here, you like a big computer or a small one? Do you want a clamshell or you want one that comes apart? And let's, let's 
kind of drop in the, the, the Chromebooks that'll work for you. What it signals to me is Google knows exactly what we've been talking about too. Obviously they're, they're clearly privy to the, the roadmap that's coming. You know, we've, we've been talking for a couple months now, all oh, slew of Chromebooks coming, slew of Chromebooks, a massive amount of Chromebooks coming in the fall. If those Chromebooks weren't coming, they wouldn't have bothered with this selector. Yeah, right now, it's a little a little thin. I mean, let's actually think about the Chromebooks that they're pushing right now. I mean, we could probably sit here and name them all off. There's not that many. There's no need for a selector in that. But if they put this in there and they're ready for another 20 consumer models that yeah. are, that'll show up in the next three or four months, and then they start filling that thing out then, yeah, that, that tool makes a ton more sense in just a few months from now, especially going into the Christmas month. So yeah, because you're looking encouraging. At, I mean, mm-hmm. there's no telling. There's a, just ARM processors alone from MediaTek and Qualcomm, probably a dozen Chromebooks in the next next Easily. six months. Easily. Then you've got the whole new generation of Intel. I There's no telling. Between now and, and spring... I bet, but yeah, between now and early spring, I bet you between now and CES, we'll see 20 new devices. That would be my bet. You heard it here first. At least. And that's, that's not even counting the, like, again, I don't want to get too far off the rails here, but that's not even counting, like, the devices like Sarian and Arcata and some of these other ones that, like, are kind of in their own little category. I'm just talking about the Hatch family devices. Like, consumer, like. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, up until this, this point, talking, this there's all, yeah, up until this point, there's <laughs> always been one current generation of Intel Core, whatever. Those are the new ones. That's it. But we've got we've got multiple channels going with Intel. You've got different yep. processor family. I mean, we're going to see the release of tons of different Chromebooks that are all built on different platforms, all at the same time. And that page is going to fill up really fast. Oh, let's not forget the AMD ones we're oh tracking. Gosh, Some of yeah. the flagship. We haven't even looked back at that stuff. We've got <clears throat> flagship AMDs. We've got multiple channels of Intel. So you've got Whiskey Lake ones. You've got uh, Can not not Cana Lake. Comet Lake. Comet Lake coming. You've got the, I think, what, five or six we're tracking that are MediaTek, the yeah. 8183 MediaTek, and then an unknown number of Snapdragon 845 devices, which, if you listen to this on a weekly basis, you know that we're constantly like, ah, what's going on with these Snapdragon Chromebooks? Well, we came across some stuff in the repositories that makes it pretty clear that they're pushing a lot of this stuff to private overlays, which makes sense because right. Qualcomm is... It's one of the reasons that Qualcomm stayed out of the Chromebook game for a while. Everything Qualcomm does is behind the, behind doors. Like they don't develop stuff in public. So basically, Cheza is all the public stuff that has to be open source to get. But once now that they've got that stuff in place, they can pull all that code into private repositories and actually let manufacturers build on their chipset in private. You're allowed to do that. Um, so Chrome OS is not open source. Chromium OS is open source. So once it gets down to the nitty gritty specific things, they're allowed to take that stuff and yeah, do it absolutely. behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. And and so we've seen some language in there like where they're moving stuff to private overlays. So it, we won't know. They're just going to start showing up. And it, it would not shock me at all to see four to six of them show up in, mm-hmm. in short order. Um, so if you take those, you take the MediaTek ones that we are tracking, all the individual ones, you take the entire Hatch family, you take Sarian, Arcata, you take, I mean, easily. I mean, that's 20 devices, easy. And that's that's not mentioning any ones that we haven't thought of or somehow we missed or two or three variants of one device. That, yeah, because you know, like, you, you'll have the, the, core, the core ones, then you'll have the Pentiums, and you'll have the Celerons, and you'll have the whatever the newest Atom line is and all that. We might be more like 40. 
Yeah, I mean, Man. it's, it's it, it, there's going to be a lot. So I, I feel like we've been saying that a lot, and maybe it's just because we've started this podcast and we verbalize it more than we used to. But um, sometimes it feels like we've been saying it so much. It's like, is it is it going to happen? Yeah, gonna but you look back, though. though. You look at CES two years ago when uh, we saw Asus, and they had, I remember being at Trump Tower and looking out the window, and they had the two Chromebooks sitting on that where you were looking out the yep. window. Last year... They had a room dedicated to Chrome OS. True. The room, the room we filmed in was yeah, nothing but true. Chrome OS devices. So, I mean, it, it's growing. I mean, it may be – you kind of have to take a step back and look at it from a, an annual perspective. But I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. This time next year, whole different ballgame. All right, yep. so 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 Robbie says twenty, Gabe says forty, <laughs> somewhere in between there. I'm gonna go in the middle. I'm gonna say the, thirty. The Joe, what does the Joe say? <laughs> what did the Joe say? I'm gonna say thirty. 30. We'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll create a we'll create a secret page on the website that's a Chromebook ticker, <laughs> a Chromebook counter from this day right, starting how many today. New devices? Well, this morning uh, came across the PR Newswire. A open just launched another tablet. Now it's it's a refresh or not a refresh. It's just another iteration of the Acer Tab 10. But that's one. But We're going to count it because it is a new Chromebook. It's a perfect example though of like we don't know what code name that is, or is it just using Scarlet? It still? should be using Scarlet, but we never saw anything new about it. So who knows? And I mean, so like you know, used to it was hey this code name this device Caroline Samsung Chromebook Pro. That's it. Yeah. But now, like, Scarlet came out, and is Scarlet the Asus and the Acer? Asus, Acer, CTL. CTL has one. And, and now, now, I presume, A opens rugged. And, but they're all just Scarlet, right? Yes. They're not well, Scarlet no, no, something? No, they do. Yeah, they, oh, they do have. have. So you have, you have, there's Drew. Oh, okay. Then so there's, like, Drew WL. And, <laughs> Sc- I don't know, man, it's. Yeah, it's, it's. It's Somebody less, should keep track of this stuff. <laughs> it's less simple than it used to be, basically, yeah. is what I'm saying. So even though we're going, hey, we've got all these we're tracking, guaranteed at this point there are ones slipping through the cracks that we yeah. don't even Yeah, we've had at least about. three or four devices l- launched this year that we weren't even tracking in development. HP we went 15, back, yeah, perfect we, example. We went back and looked. They were there. We just there's so many that we just we don't even see them coming. Mm-hmm. So. The old days are gone. Yeah, yeah. it's just not as simple it's as it once was. No. <laughs> How are we going to review all of these? I don't even want to think about that. Right <laughs> we taking applications for an unpaid internship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. It's like what we were talking about. You know these these uh, news outlets that cover Android. You know, there's there's no way they could cover no. every. And you end up just kind of picking and choosing yeah. the ones that we think are going to be most, uh, you know, desirable, desirable by yeah. consumers. And, and those are the ones that, that we'll review. So yeah, man, lots of good stuff coming. Check it out on the website, chromeunbox.com. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back folks. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to hop right in to some more Google stuff. This... 
I guess I don't need to say that. This whole podcast is about Google stuff. Well, so, of course. So I guess I don't need to say some more Google stuff because it's all about Google. So we're going to hop into some Stadia news. Uh, kind of news. We, we've got some more information about uh, the Stadia Connect, which is their um, events that they've been having to kind of uh, get information out, kind of like their PR events. And uh, the next one is coming on the 19th of August, so this uh, this coming Monday. They're having a, a new Stadia Connect, and it's all about games. Uh, I, I don't know where you found that, Robbie. Who, who somebody had found that in the in the they have the live stream out on YouTube. Technically, already I scheduled. found it and then realized CNET had also noticed this. Darn so it. I just can't. Yeah, they they posted uh, like five six days ago. It's actually in the the live video on YouTube. Right, because it's already out there. Yeah, it's the video sitting there yeah. saying live in five days. Right. Um, but at the bottom, in the description of the video, it says, yeah, we're coming back on Monday, and we're excited to talk. And this time, it's all about games and behind the scenes with developers and new games that are going to be available on the platform. So that that's it. So we're not going to see any new, like, oh, well, this Stadia is also going to do this. Like, I think they've probably gotten to the point where they've shared everything they need to share as far yeah. as how it's going to work until we're you know live with the service. Um, mm-hmm. Now it's just about, hey, here's some other games that, and, rip, and, and rightfully so. If they're going to hype this platform and and get the train moving before the event, before the launch, they need to focus on the developers and the games because obviously the more games that are available and the better they show the game performance, the more people that are going to be on board day one when it happens. So, yes, sir. I hope there's I hope there's some more like live demo stuff. Yes. I want to see it, like you know. Well, like, here's I the want... cool part: is they they're doing this in conjunction with Gamescom, uh, that happens in Cologne, Germany, and so Gamescom starts on the 23rd, I think. Um, so the 19th, that Friday, I guess. 20th, yeah, so it'll be that Friday. So Robbie's they're, they're, mathing again. Yeah, they're going to be on <laughs> uh, on the floor at that huge show. So yes, if you check YouTube, probably Friday and Saturday next weekend. Not this so, upcoming weekend, the following. There should trip. be tons of people. Yeah. I'd love to go to Cologne. We didn't go there when I was there. So, All right. Well, uh, next uh, next week's podcast is going to be... Uh, from, from Germany. <laughs> Live We're from Dave Gone. Yeah, because, I mean, E3, they did some like private demo stuff, but there yes. was there was only a couple videos. Was, was, was there any actual... I didn't see any video. I saw some pictures from a, sort of a distance. I didn't see I didn't see any close-up. I'm not saying there's not. I just didn't see any close-up stuff. There was some stills from the room where they had it set up. But there, there were some there reactions. Like one, there were a handful yeah. of videos, people that, that posted stuff. And there were people that in, in every right would probably be pretty negative about Stadia uh, if it were bad. And they the only not. thing most people would say is that we don't know exactly, even though Google told us they weren't hooked to a local server, we don't know for sure that that's the case. But if this, because wherever, it was at E3? Um, yeah. And where was E3? Uh, San Francisco. I'm just going to say California. Because yeah, I want to say, was it, like they said it was like three, 400 miles away from the data center. And so or it was wasn't. was it Vegas? Was it in Vegas? Could be. I don't, I don't know. I don't uh, know. And so... That that was the only thing I kept hearing regurgitated though is this experience was great everything worked perfectly but this was Google's controlled scenario and we we're not for sure exactly what was going on with the servers like we can't be sure until we tested ourselves but if this is real world indicative of real world performance this is amazing so 
take it for what you will. Uh, obviously, if they're going to have a thing on the floor in Cologne, Germany, it's probably going to be not close to like Google's home servers. They're going to be connecting to one of the servers over in Western Europe and Los Angeles, by the way. Yeah. Los Angeles is where it was. Okay. I, okay. I, I knew it was. Yeah. So LA to Mountain Views, you know, a few hundred miles. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what people's reaction is at Gamescom. Um, more, more than anything, probably to see people using it and not being so close. Like you're in, if you're in California already, it's like, well, we're pretty close. Google could have rigged something up to where they brought some stadia servers over here with them and are just, we're, you know, they're in the back room back there and they're making it look like this is perfect. And, you know, I, I seriously doubt that was the case, but it, it leaves a, a room for doubt. And so you get to Cologne, sure. They could pull the same thing, but hopefully this helps people say, Hey, we're over in Western Germany. Still awesome. You know, this is this is still great. Uh, so, who knows? Yeah, so, um, the ha- have you heard anything uh, more about the, uh, it was like 40, uh, no, not 40, like 4,000 applications uh, yeah. for, for game oh, developers. Already, yes. Is there That's been any my update hope, there? No, I've not heard anything else. I mean, I, I doubt they're going to say, oh, well, we've approved this many, or we've, I don't, they don't owe that information to anybody. Um and so that that's probably though why this Stadia Connect is going to be just about games. I mean, right. if they're going to do a Stadia Connect, it's at least going to be twenty minutes, thirty minutes. And if all they're doing is talking about games, you probably bet there's going to be a lot of games to be talked about. Oh, so yeah. my fingers are crossed for PUBG. I'd like to see that there. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll see. So so Monday. Do what? What time is it on Monday? Um, do we know? That's a good question. Pull that up. Watch party. Yeah, uh, we'll uh, we'll maybe we'll maybe watch it and maybe we can we can put together a, a little chat or something or just we can chat on Twitter. We'll get on the Twitters. Yeah, yeah. At Chrome Unboxed, hit us up if you're interested in Stadia. We've we've talked about uh, potentially doing a whole another podcast on just Stadia. So if that's something you'd be interested in, let us know. Uh, officially, is at one p.m. So Eastern time, our time. It just says one p.m. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You get to uh, make. My up. guess would be this is the, on the YouTube live stream. It says live in four days, August nineteenth, one p.m. So I'm, I would assume that Pulling Google servers time. would pull your yeah. local time. So we're Eastern right. time. So yeah. we're they do a lot of stuff at ten a.m. Pacific. So that's that would that, that would make sense. Ahead, check out. They're ahead of us. No, behind us. Yeah, behind, behind us. us. Okay. Yeah, they, tons of stuff happens at ten a.m. in California. So a lot of events that happen like this. No, no, no. I'm talking about in Germany. Oh, in oh, Germany. Yeah, yeah. So the Stadia connects a pre-film thing though. That's it's all produced. No, oh, okay. So they'll just it'll it'll go it just so quote unquote live. With yeah, they do it around game things, but like even the one that happened before E three was a clearly a pre produced thing. They're not doing anything actually live on this. And again, speaking of Google like doing a great job, we had a cup we had a podcast a couple weeks ago where we dogged on Google a little bit for some for some stuff, but uh this this marketing for, for uh this new ad campaign for Chromebooks, fantastic. Everything they've done around Stadia just like Stadia is pretty bonkers awesome. good. Like it's yeah. amazing. It looks so great. Yep. Even and amidst the naysayers. And I think even the naysayers that are saying their nays just to get clicks and, and views on their video. I mean, there are people that are just this talking crap about Stadia ever. just to get clicks. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what they're doing. And, um, but, you know, it, it, it's no different than the, the people I was on a, a windows based, uh, website yesterday and I was looking, uh, just reading some other people's from different sides of the the table reviews or not reviews, but reactions to the Bill Nye, you know, 
commercials and stuff. And the article was fine. It wasn't like, oh, they're dumb for saying that or whatever. But the comment section oh, obviously yeah. is where it devolves. Stay away. And so you got all these like <laughs> Windows fanboys like, Chrome OS is so stupid. It's going to be dead in like two years. And like, yeah, we've all heard all that before. So, And you know, we're still around. It's, it's <laughs> hilarious. Like what links, and I, I don't want to... Uh, say that I'm not in that in that group either like what links humans will go to to defend whatever camp that they find themselves in oh yeah in. absolutely it doesn't matter if it's pointless electronic things or not like we'll still we camp up you know this is our, our mentality and then we're going to yeah. defend our camp yeah. you know whatever that camp is we're going to we'll make up whatever we need to in our brain and so if you're a Sometimes hardcore irrational. windows guy yeah you'll, you'll make a rational thing like it's so it was so ridiculous reading the comments like why are you so angry about this like you, you do realize clearly Chrome OS and Chromebooks work for a, a massive swath of people. And it's okay. Like, we're okay on our campsite over here going, yeah, there's some people that you need to go buy a Windows machine. Like, you yeah. do. But yeah. we just say that not everybody needs to. And some, yeah. for some and you there, need to go buy a Mac. Some you know? people have used Windows devices for two decades and never had the problems that we often poke fun of. But some people don't. Exactly. You know, right. just, it just, is what it is. It is what it is. And Some people yeah. can't stand Chromebooks because their Bluetooth headphones won't stay paired. Right. I get it. Uh, it's whatever. Yeah. So not, um, not rant. Yeah. <laughs> End of rant. End of rant. End of rant. Okay. Moving on. Let's uh let let let's switch gears and let's talk about uh, Chrome OS version seventy six that is out and about. So Gabriel, you just you actually we're, we're recording this a couple days before posting this and. And uh, Gabe just put out an article with uh, with some updates. Yeah, and it's a uh, when it came out a couple of days ago, yesterday, day before yesterday, and uh, immediately articles start rolling out as usual. But there's been some confusion about what features actually came with this one because uh, you know Crostini and Linux apps and virtual desks and all this stuff have things that are slated for 77. And some people have pointed to these features already being here, and they're not. They, they might be there behind flags or whatever. But there, there are a few updates that came with 76, and a lot of them are really good. The, the coolest one to me, and there's a picture of it on the article, is the new automatic clicks, which this is for people who have uh, dexterity issues or mobility issues. Uh, you hover your mouse over something and uh, you keep it there for a predetermined amount of time and it clicks on the link for you. Well, they've updated this and kind of super powered it now. So you can actually choose between right click, left click, double click, and you can actually hover and scroll. So if you just hover over the screen, uh, it brings up this little arrow pad and you can scroll left, right, up and down. It's, it's really, really great feature for people that, that need that. Um, but there's a couple other things, uh, send to tab wasn't listed, send to self wasn't listed in the updates, but it's there. So now it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's awesome really cool. Uh, they had, there, there's been something in Chrome OS for a while now that's uh, pick up where you left off. So you go to your Chromebook and you open your Chromebook and you open the launcher and whatever the last article you were reading on your phone is right there in the launcher is just a, a tab that you can click. Well, now if you're on your Chromebook, you can right click on a page or you can click up in the Omni box and you can see that little connected devices icon. You click it, click send to self and a whole list of devices that your account is synced with show up 
and I can send it to my phone. That way I can pick up right where I left off. I can broadcast it to all my devices and there's even a send to self history. So I think you can actually like send your whole tab history to another device. It's very, very handy, especially if you're on the go a lot. So is that, is that, um, is that specific to Android? Um, you know, I'm not sure. Hmm. I don't own a non Google device to test this with. Yeah, I don't know that I've seen that. Uh, I presume if you have Chrome on yeah. iOS, it should work. Now, do, do we have to do the flags on Android? Nope. It works already. Oh, you know, I'm not sure because I've flipped, had them I've on turned all those flags ever. On. Yeah, I, I think it's still behind some flags on. Mm. Chrome, uh, Chrome on Android, and so I would assume on iOS. But you know, yeah, stay tuned. I'll yeah. we'll we'll test this, and I'll update the article just to make sure. Uh, you may have to enable a flag on your phone. I'm not sure, and we will find an Apple device and try. Hey, you got an iPad? Got an don't iPad. You? Yeah, we'll try. So hey, we can we'll, check we'll that get out. Some use out of it. Hey, other we, than might, PUBG. we second, might just second thing. It'll actually do something secondary to PUBG. Cool. It has earned its keep for another day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah. Uh, so virtual desks, I don't know, Robbie, it's there, right? Sort of. No, uh, it's still behind a flag. Okay. So it's uh, behind a flag in 76 and none of the cool features are there. So, right. so it's almost not. So there. let's just say it's not there. What's so. crazy is though, it's on their what's new thing. It says virtual desk yeah. right there on the what's new. I'm like, yeah. So why is that there? So maybe they're going to take that flag off in an incremental update. Yeah. But we updated the pro, the desks were there, but none of the cool four finger swipes, keyboard shortcuts, the animations are still janky. So it's yeah. there, but it's not. Cause it's, it's and what's crazy is it's really so weird. good in 77. So I'm still, I'm in dev until 77 makes it to beta. Then I'll go down to beta. I'm not going back to stable channel on my daily stuff. Until right. Virtual desks in all of its glory come with me because I've already, my workflow has already changed. Like the way I work, I've been working on just a single screen for most days uh, and using virtual desktops, and it's been freaking awesome. Right. I, I absolutely love it. Yeah. This morning we were working, working down at the coffee shop, and you had four or five of them open. No, yeah, four. four. It only does four. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I've kind of even settled into like, this is kind of the stuff I, I put in each desk so that I know if I go into overview mode, kind of. If I need to quickly get to one and I'm in overview, I can click in. I know what I'm putting right. in there. Okay, all, all my messaging app is always in four. Right. Always yeah. over on four. Yeah. Like okay. analytics and messaging over on four. Email page is in the second desktop. Whatever I'm working on is in the first one. And the third one's for like utility stuff. So if I'm right. doing some graphic design, that goes there. And so that's kind of been, so far, been my workflow. Yeah. Until you extend your monitor, then basically you then have eight. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is real fun. Yeah. <laughs> So, so what can folks do to, uh, yeah. to, to check and see if they've got this update or to see what features are out there? I know, I know obviously they can go check your, your article. Yeah, so the article's a, there. Uh, another thing, the new Google account manager is there now. I'm not seeing it on here either. On here? So, yeah, I've got 76 on this Acer 512 showed up today, and it's huh. I mean, it's probably behind a flag, you know, a simple flag, but it's not there yet. Yeah, uh, but it's, uh, it's in the release notes or in the announcement in the forum page. Yeah, it's, it's been fixed. It it's said merged. it's there, so you go to a settings and Google account, and it, any account you have signed in on that device, it should prompt you to update them so that your stuff can sync or whatever. All right, so what is uh, the account, what is account manager? Uh, so you know? just you have multiple Google accounts that you have logged in under one device, uh, it just allows you to access your apps and sync everything. And uh, that all of that's going to roll into the integration of like when you click on an Android app and it's going to ask you which account you want to use. So if you have multiple accounts, all that stuff can be managed 
in that one setting page. So I can give one account. Eventually, I'll be able to give one account access to Android apps and maybe deny it for another because I don't want to use that account, that Gmail account for Android apps. But it's just a, it's a place for you to set all of your sync settings and everything for your Google accounts. And, and I'm, I'm hoping that they'll reverse engineer this because right now, like if you what what needs to happen like if if you go and it's been like this for years if you go to log into another gmail account for instance it brings up that google sign-in page whatever but with this new thing like if you find the flag and turn it on or whenever they open it up for 76 and it's there as soon as i hit add new account up there in the upper right hand corner it's going to take me to the settings page i'm going to add only add accounts google accounts in that settings page and once I've done that, then I can access, you know, other apps and, and switch right. between accounts like you normally would. You're just not going to be in that weird mode because sometimes you'd be like, did I add it over here? Or is it there? Or do I? You either have or haven't in the settings. And once you've done that, if you open up an Android app, it's going to pull from those logged right. in users. And so uh, a, a perfect, for instance, every time I get a new Chromebook or do a power wash and I'm logged in, used to, I would log in my accounts for gmails and various stuff like that but then i would open up analytics for our site i like using the android app on my chromebook it's just a much easier way to look at our analytics at a glance and i would have to go and sign in the account for that even though it is one of my accounts that i had signed in on the chromebook and it was annoying it's almost like they're siloed like android you would sign in your android accounts over here and sign in your chrome os accounts and even though i knew that that was the case and that's how it worked it stinks doing it. And, and I imagine new users going, I thought I already logged in. Wait, what's so that's all gone with this. So once you've logged, put them in your Chromebook, they're available to Android. Problem is they're not available the other way. So imagine I get into the Chromebook and I haven't logged in that account I need for that Android app. I open that Android app. I go to log in and I add that account in the Android portion of my Chromebook. It doesn't come over to the Chrome OS side. So it only works one way, unfortunately. So all they really need to do is when I go add account in Android, take me back to that settings page. Right. Make me add it in Chrome OS. Don't allow me to add an account on any Android app unless it comes through the Chrome OS side. So once they get that in place, this is going to be really cool to be able to just say, hey, you log in a user that has a Google account. You're logging them in through this way. This is the only way to add users to this Chromebook. And it'll be nice once it's done. Just not quite there yet. Do you, uh, I think I asked you about this like last week when we were talking about this. Do you think this will uh, now give me the ability to have instances of Chrome, the browser, open under different Gmails? Because right now, a, a lot of times whenever I'm working over on my Mac, I'll have uh, I'll be logged into one Chrome window or uh, yeah, one Chrome browser as my Chrome Unbox, and then I'll have my personal. And, I don't. I don't I believe get, so. And I get and I get all my passwords siloed into those accounts, and then I get payment stuff siloed right. into those accounts, and then I get all my tabs, you know, your all bookmarks, my, all my bookmarks. Yep. The only way that they're going to do that uh, is the way that they probably currently do, and I think it's going to stay that way. It might become easier once you've got those accounts added to do that quick switch. So right, and I've done that. I do that when I'm working on was. the slate. Yeah, was it like uh, Control Alt Four Bracket yep. like the, over the period? Yep. So once you have a logged in user, you can switch back and forth between two users. Um, but I think the integration between Chrome OS as an operating system and Chrome as a browser is so tight. Like there's, yeah. Yeah. They, they're not two separate things. Like the OS and the browser kind of basically the same thing-ish. Uh, so I don't know that you would be able to have two primary users yeah. logged in to the same instance 
in in Chrome for the Chrome part of it. I think you're still going to be stuck bouncing back yeah. and forth uh, between those desktops. I and just that think quick, that's yeah, and that quick switch is fine. Like I, that, I've gotten so used to that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, but it it's it is cool. one thing on the Mac that I do like. That yeah, being able to actually switch instances in the Chrome browser because to me the way I see that is that's the only instance of Chrome on mm. that OS. So that's how Chrome OS is seeing it too. That your instance of Chrome is tied to you being logged into Chrome OS. So to get another one, you've got to log in another one, which means you need to log in another user account that we've tied all of this yeah, stuff right. to. And so that means logging out and logging yeah. in a new one. And that's why they've provided that quick switch. It's yeah. a similar functionality, but I think the, the interweavings of the OS and the browser instance are too tight for that probably to ever be a thing, I would say. I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah. Right. They, they could add it, I would assume. I just yeah. don't know that they're going to. I don't. It, that just doesn't seem like a thing that's on the roadmap for them at all. Because yeah. I think for a lot of users that don't come from something like that or don't come from utilizing it that way on Windows or Mac, it would be confusing. Yeah, um, probably. To, so which <laughs> I, Chrome did I I'm, just open up kind of thing? I'm, like I'm a weirdo. So, <laughs> yeah. Totally, okay. totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, in in addition to, um, did the PWA, did the What's New PWA it's roll there. out as yeah. part of this? So, yeah, two okay. more things. One, the media controls, which is like rich media notifications like you have on your phone. So, when you're playing, when you have Chrome open or an app open that has media playing, it's going to show up in your notification tray. You'll have little controls there, pause, play, fast forward, whatever. And it'll, it's got a nice little background image if it's like an album art or whatever, just, just, just like it would be on your phone. Uh, so that's there. It's live. And then PWA install is there. It took us a few minutes yesterday to figure out whether, whether it was actually there or not, because there is a flag for it, but the flag, I don't know. It's on by default. So if you go yes. to, uh, I realized yesterday when I tried to do it on Hulu, you actually have to be logged into Hulu. If you're just on Hulu.com, it doesn't work. But if you're on Twitter, for the first time after this update up in your omni box you should see a little plus sign and the little install button will slide out for just a second just yeah, to let you grab know. your attention yeah it's just to get your attention to say hey this site has an installable pwa and i recommend it totally especially twitter twitter's pwa is super it's dope it, it just looks and feels like mobile it, it's really nice anyway you just click that and then it's going to give you the option to pin it to the shelf and it's just going to install that PWA. And then from then on, you can use that instead of navigating to the website. But it is there. It is live. And you should have it. Yeah. And so. then and then what, uh, the, the other thing, the what's new is a PWA now, right? Well, I'm not sure. There? Right now, it's a website. I'm assuming it's going to be a PWA because the way it's working in Chrome in Canary right now is when you turn your device on after an update, you get a, t a notification in the bottom right-hand corner that says, hey, you've got an update, check out what's new. You click on that and it goes to this, it's like google.com forward slash Chromebook forward slash what's new forward slash embedded, I think. Uh, but that information is going to be on the about Chrome OS page as well. There's going to be a tab. You can see it in the article that just says what's new. I presume eventually you're going to click that and it's just going to open up into a PWA because it feels more native if it does that. Uh, right now it's just a web page and it even says at the bottom it's in beta or you're part of a beta program. So anyone can go there and look at it, but I think it's still kind of getting some polish. So mm, yeah. But. So lots of cool stuff. Yeah. So uh, way more than we expected yeah. from 76. Yeah. 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 
Lots of good stuff. And I will, I will throw in there. I was just kind of testing this while you are talking. Um, so I took Google Photos and Twitter both off my Chromebook. Right. Um, just to see if that, and I haven't, no flags or anything on this. Go to Twitter, immediately get the notification up in the URL bar. Uh, go to Google Photos, nothing there, but if I hit the three dot overlay menu, it says install Google Photos. I mean, it clearly is a PWA. Right. Uh, but it didn't give me the notification. So my guess is, uh, on the website end, they've got to, there's probably Enable something it. that, uh, yes, some metadata that, that yeah, has to be Yeah, and that was there. part of that, that they, they, there's supposed to be a standard way that it works, and then developers can do their own custom way if they yeah, want so, to. But so know that if you don't see that, odd that Google Photos <laughs> wouldn't have that, but yeah. okay. But YouTube Music doesn't have uh, cast ability on the web either, so, you know. Just had, they, to, br- just they had still to bring go- that up, They still you? Google it up from time to time. <laughs> I, I want to bring that up like every day. How, how in the world is that a thing? Yeah. How does YouTube music right now not have cast ability? The first thing that ever casted was YouTube. Like, yep. I, unbelievable. Yep. We want everybody to switch to YouTube music. Well, give me cast features from the web for crying out loud. Do you, do you think YouTube Jeez. music is here to stay? That it, it it feels like it's what they're doing, regardless of whether we like it or not. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, a recent update to something that I have switched my default music program to YouTube music yeah, on my Google that. Home. I noticed that. I did not do that. Yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah. yeah. And I, Stop it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's it's actually really good. Yeah, like everything it about it, the interface switched, is real yeah, nice. I switched um, for like a month and then I just went back. I was like, well, until the they... only thing keeping me from using it, I would casting. switch everything to it. Yeah. My, one of my daily routines is sitting at my desk. Of course, I'm getting away from that a little bit now, but I have a cast speaker on my desk. I want to be able to cast audio from my Chromebook. Like that's just what I do. And it, I, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I don't know why it's not there. It's the stupidest thing. He's done. It's the he's done. He's thing. over it. All right, Robbie's done, folks. We're gonna we're gonna sign off. He's he's over it. He's ready to go home. Gabe Gabe Gabe's uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, let's go. Was... Let's get out of here, folks. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, as always, you can find articles with a lot of this stuff that we've talked about over on our website, ChromeUnbox.com. And uh, yeah, hopefully we will see you guys next week. Until then, we'll see you. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.